Hi, my name is Adam Bergman, and today I'm going to discuss the topic of the three most common mistakes when using retirement money to buy a business. Now, this is a topic that I get a lot of questions on. A lot of people want to be able to use retirement money to buy a business, and I think it's going to be a very uh, interesting topic. First of all, there's really only a couple ways you could use retirement money to buy a business that you'll be personally involved in. Now, of course, you can use an IRA or 401k to buy a business like Apple stock or Google stock or even a friend's business. But generally, the prohibited transaction rules do not allow you to use an IRA to invest in your own business because that would trigger a prohibited transaction under Internal Revenue Code Section 4975. So there's really two ways to buy a business with retirement money. The first is using a 401k loan feature, which lets you borrow the lesser of $50,000 or 50% of your account value whatever's less. The upside is you get to use uh, your 401k funds in a tax-free and penalty-free manner up to $50,000 or the lesser of uh, 50000 or 50% 50 of your account value. The downside, again, is you're limited to that amount. If you need 100000 or 200000 that loan feature is probably not going to be an option. So that brings us to the second option, which is called the Rollover Business Startup Solution or the ROBS. And this podcast is really going to touch on the three most common mistakes when people use this ROB solution to buy a business or new franchise. Now, the whole premise behind this ROB solution can be found in the tax code under 4975D in David, which lists all the exceptions to the prohibited transaction rules found in 4975C. And one of the exceptions in D talks about a 401k plan buying what's called Qualified Employer Securities or C Corporation stock. So the two features that are required in order to do this ROBS is you need a 401k and you need to have a C corporation that adopts this 401k plan. Now, the corporation cannot be an S corp, cannot be an LLC or partnership. It has to be a C corp. The reason is the exception in the tax code requires that the 401k plan buy qualifying employer securities and that is defined as stock. It has to be a 401k plan because that's what the rules uh, require. So an IRA and an LLC, an IRA and a partnership, IRA, S-Corp, IRA, C-Corp, doesn't work. It has to be a 401k and a C-Corp. So when people come to me and ask about the ROB solution, uh, the first thing I always say is it's not the best option. Clearly, if you have cash lying around or you're Warren Buffett or Donald Trump, you would never do a ROB solution. You would just use personal money to buy a business because you probably won't want to use a C-Corp because it's not the most tax-efficient structure. C-Corp has two levels of tax, an entity level and a shareholder level, whereas an LLC partnership, S-Corp, has one level, the shareholder level or member level. The entity does not pay tax. So with the C-Corp, you generally have two levels of tax. So that's the, the first issue. Second, you may not want to initially start a 401k because it's, it's a cost and there are certainly compliance uh, features that need to be respected. So the three mistakes when it comes to using a ROB solution uh, are quite simple. It's compliance, compliance, compliance. That's what the IRS is focused on. Uh, the ROB solution has gotten a lot of attention over the last 10 or so years. Uh, the IRS is not very happy with it. It's not illegal. Uh, they clearly said many times, most recently uh, in 2010 in a public forum, that it is perfectly legal, not a tax shelter, not a reportable transaction, not a prohibited transaction, but they're not very keen on them for a couple of reasons. Number one, abuse. What do they mean by abuse? They mean that 
people are actually setting these structures up and the business never gets formed or funded and people just end up rolling money into a 401k which buys stock in a C corporation and they end up just living off that cash or buying personal items like car computers and using that personally. And the IRS is very uh, discouraged with that because what's important to the IRS is preserving their distribution rules. The IRS is basically saying, listen, if you want to use retirement money for personal purposes, no problem. Just take a distribution, pay tax, and if you're under 59 and a half, pay penalty. No problem. You can take as much as you want, but pay the tax and penalty. There are seen some instances where people are using this strategy as a way to just simply pull money out of their retirement account and buy items like a car uh, without paying tax or penalty. So that, that's the first issue, and the compliance uh, mistake is, is make sure you're buying a business. Uh, don't do the structure if you're not sure what you're buying. You may buy a business down the road. You want to make sure you have a business plan. You know what you're buying. Hopefully you have a stock or asset purchase agreement in hand. You've done your due diligence. You have a term sheet. Because once the money goes into the 401k, you need to buy stock in the company. So you number one compliance mistake is people that are setting these solutions up without a, a business or, or a business that uh, is soon to be started. You don't want to do this if you're potentially going to do a business. You need to have a business because in order for the C-Corp to adopt a 401k plan, it needs to be a business. Not any entity can adopt a 401k plan. It need, there needs to be a business, and a business needs to have employees, and it, there needs to be some income. So first compliance mistake, people that are setting up these structures, these raw solutions, without a business in hand. So make sure that you've done your diligence, you've got a business plan hopefully done, either an asset or stock purchase agreement, you've looked at term sheet, you've hired attorneys to look at the deal, uh, and you're ready to move forward with your accountant, hopefully uh, making sure this is the right deal for you, but have a business in mind. Second compliance mistake is offering the 401k to employees. There's been instances the IRS has commented on where people use the 401k to do the rollover, 401k buys stock in the company, and then they, unfortunately, the company just forgets to tell the employees that there's a 401k outstanding. So they basically, the owners of the business use the 401k as a rollover vehicle and then simply forget to tell the employees about it, don't offer benefits, and that's a major, major issue. Uh, it violates all ERISA rules, can invalidate the plan, cause uh, tax and penalties. The IRS can invalidate your rollover into the 401k. You can get into a lot of trouble by not offering benefits with the IRS and the Department of Labor. So this is a serious matter, not just with the Rob solutions, but obviously if you have a 401k, you need to offer benefits. And generally, if you, you offer benefits to any plan participants, generally it's someone who's a full-time employee, over 1,000 hours generally, um, and, and it's very important that you comply with those requirements. So again, the first compliance mistake, need to have a business. Make sure the business will be purchased, whether it's a franchise business, something that you will be using your 401k rollover to buy. If you're down the road thinking of a business or it may happen in 10 months or 12 months, you probably want to hold off on this Rob solution until you have a business in hand. Number two, since you're using a 401k, offer benefits. Now, the plan documents may require uh, the employee to be with the company for at least 12 consecutive months. Uh, there's generally a 1,000-hour requirement. Um, and then once the 
employee becomes an eligible participant of the plan, benefits must be provided. The, the plan must be uh, provided to the employees, certainly disclosed to them. They have to have the opportunity to um, enter into the plan and, and, and elect to participate into it. If the plan's a safe harbor plan, the company has responsibilities in terms of making safe harbor contributions, usually a minimum 3%. So there's important compliance issues uh, when making sure the 401k plan is being offered to all eligible participants. So that's the second common mistake is, is people sometimes forget that the 401k needs to be offered to the corporation employees, and, and that's a, a serious mistake. The third common compliance mistake is, is making sure that the 401k plan is being uh, uh, properly uh, applied for from an annual tax reporting standpoint. So you want to make sure that since you have a 401k plan, generally there's a, an annual form, IRS Form 5500, that needs to be filed each July 31. You're going to need to work with a third-party administrator. You're going to need to obviously gain information about your plan participants, this is something the administrator can help you with, census information, the names of the employees, what their, what their um, amount of the contributions, uh, who's providing the investments. So it's not enough just to offer the 401k plan, but you need to make sure that once you're offering it, you're working with a third-party administrator, hopefully a financial planner, an investment firm that offers the 401k plan investments. Uh, all this information needs to be provided to the third-party administrator by way of a census so that the 5500, which is a IRS information return, it's not a tax return, it's an information return, needs to be filed each July 31 um, that the Department of Labor and IRS review on uh, the, the details surrounding the plan, participants, uh, things like that. So it's really important that this 5500 is done, that you work closely with a plan administrator, an accountant, financial advisor, and certainly the investment firm, whether it's Fidelity, Mass Mutual, Schwab, whoever is actually providing the investment services um, and, and products, they, everyone needs to work together to make sure that the information is provided to the third-party administrator. That goes uh, the same degree with the uh, payroll company. They need to be involved because you want to make sure you're getting all the proper employee deferral contributions that are properly being taken from salary into the proper participant's 401k account and then into the uh, allocated investment. All this information will be ultimately provided on the census to the third-party administrator will then file the 5500 reported to the IRS. So just to summarize, the, the, the Roth solution allows you to use retirement money to buy a business. A 401k needs to be adopted by a C corporation. 401k then buys qualified employer securities, which is C corp stock. C corp then uses those funds along with personal funds to buy the business assets or stock. The C Corp then runs the business. There's going to be uh, employees. Uh, certainly the 401k participant who did the rollover needs to be an employee of the C Corp because in order to do a 401k plan rollover and be a participant in the 401k, you got to be an a, uh, employee of the C Corp. So you, you know you're going to have one employee at least. If you have other full-time employees over 1,000 hours, Make sure that the plan is being offered to them in a timely manner. It's safe harbor. All the safe harbor compliance features are, are being properly uh, respected. Um, the IRS Form 5500 is being filed. You're working closely with a third-party administrator, accountant, um, payroll company, financial advisor, and investment firm 
who can provide all the necessary information required on the IRS Form 5500. Uh, it's really important to work with tax professionals, attorneys, CPAs, who can keep you in line. Uh, again, it's all about compliance. If you stay on the compliance track, you will not make the, the these three common mistakes of, of having, you'll hopefully have a business you are using retirement money to buy, so the business will be um, purchased and, and it's not something that's in the future. You're going to be offering the 401k plan to all eligible participants and the 401k plan will be uh, taken care of in terms of compliance, filing the 5500 and all the necessary information will be um, shared with the plan administrator who will then uh, and report it to the IRS on the 5500. Uh, Roth Solutions is, is an interesting way that you can use retirement money to buy a business. It's, it's not ideal, um, number one, because you have a C-Corp, which is not the most tax-efficient structure. Also, you are, have the burden uh, and requirement to comply with all 401k plan uh, rules, and um, uh, something that the IRS is not particularly keen on. It's, again, perfectly legal, but the key is compliance. And the mistakes that I've seen people uh, that I've talked to in the past have all been on these three common compliance issues. Having the money sit in a 401k with no business to buy. Uh, sometimes personal assets are being purchased, which is a, a major issue. Uh, 401k is set up but never provided uh, or, or disclosed to the employees. And uh, 5500 is not filed with the IRS, um, either because of error or, or simply negligence. And, and those are the three most common mistakes when it comes to using retirement money to buy a business with the Rob solution. Adam Bergman, one of the tax partners, with the IRA Financial Group. Hope you found this podcast uh, interesting, informative. If you have further questions, uh, I can always be reached by email, Adam D, A-D-A-M-D as in boy, at IRAfinancialgroup.com. You can email me. You can call me, 800-472-0646, extension 12. You can check us out at www.irafinancialgroup.com. Tons of information on the Rob solution, self-directed IRAs, 401ks, there's other podcasts. Um, educational materials, uh, brochures, info kits, a lot of info to keep you in compliance and make sure you're using your retirement money in, in the way the IRS wants you to use it. Uh, again, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group. Hope you found this podcast interesting and informative and uh, look forward to uh, the next podcast. Thanks again for listening.